Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Jamel Sanders Show, a division of Jamel Sanders International, where we are empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Podcast. You can reach out to me, www. 
www.jamelsanders.com. Again, that's www.jamelsanders.com. There you'll find a plethora of empowerment resources and tools to help you live your greatest life. You will find um, a link right there on the homepage to sign up for my uh, newsletter, Empowerment Breakthroughs, uh, where you can stay updated and get articles and insights to help you in your life. You can also uh, sign up for all of my social media platforms right there on the website. I think the only one not listed is TikTok, which is official Jamel Sanders. You can also find about, out more about me and the work that I'm doing around the world. You can find out about my books. You can find out about seminars, symposiums, and events, and so much more. And speaking of that, um, one of the things that some people don't always know is that beyond the podcast, I am the founder and CEO of Jamel Sanders International, a global leadership empowerment management advisory firm that trains, equips, empowers, develops leaders around the world to fulfill purpose and maximize their greatest potential. JSI was started and is in existence for one purpose, and that is really uh, to provide solutions to world problems. And through um, capacity building systems and programs. We help move the world forward and we help empower the change agents of our generation with the solutions that they need to bring reformation to the world and its communities. And so you can find out more about me and my work there on the website. I have the pleasure of consulting um, and advising uh, leaders all around the world. And I also have another passion of mine, and that is writing. And for those of you that know me, know that writing is a big, big passion of mine. I've written a total of uh, 10 books, and I'll tell you all of them are so good, but for the sake of time, I will just recommend to you my latest release, which is next, The Emergence of the History Shapers. Um, I had a prophetic vision a few years ago and in this vision, I began to see some things that troubled me. I began to see the collapse of systems and industries and institutions and governments and nations, and everything was just shaken to its core, and I didn't really understand it. I wrote some things down and kind of left it at that, and a few weeks later, um, the pandemic really hit the world. Everything shut down, and all of a sudden, it made sense what I saw. And so I wrote this book because I had so many insights that had come to me and that were coming to me about change, about transition in the world, about shifts and pivots and turns, and I needed to write this book. And also, I wrote it because as the pandemic broke out, leaders around the world began to reach out to me and say, Jamel, I don't know what to do. I've never faced anything like this. How do we navigate this type of environment in with something that we've never seen before. And so um, I was talking with them, but what they didn't know is that I was writing this book at the same time that is so filled with solutions um, for change leadership, change management in the world. And this book next is really about visionary leadership. I believe that we have an absence of visionary leaders in the world and in order to lead in this new era, because we are in what I call the universe 3.0, 
the entire world has changed, nations have changed, governments have changed, systems and institutions have changed, business has changed. And if you try to bring those old, outdated strategies into this new era, it's not going to work. And so I wrote this book because I wanted to empower visionary leaders to navigate seasons of uncertainty, change, and crises in the world. I wanted to give leaders tools and solutions that would help them propel human progress and move the world forward. And so this book really delves into visionary leadership. It delves into the DNA and the characteristics of those that will shape history. It also delves deeply into what I believe are the skills of the next era. And so as we went through this pandemic, there are industries that shrunk. There are jobs that are no longer relevant or in existence. And so where are we headed in the next 20 years? where we headed technologically, socially, where we headed economically, where we headed socially. I began to delve into these industries. And so if you're a high school senior or junior or even a freshman, this would be a good book to read because we need to know what the jobs and the markets of the future will look like. This is a great book for a college freshman that hasn't declared a major This is a great book for any person that is in a career change or shift in their lives at this time. And so um, I've gotten some incredible feedback about next visionary leadership is something that I'm very passionate about, and the world needs visionary leaders. We need people that have the ability to see into a day that is not yet realized by time. And so I hope you'll get a copy of Next, The Emergence of the History Shapers. You can get the book through Amazon, Kindle Nook, and most major book distributors have access to Next. I hope you'll get a copy and that it'll be a great benefit and blessing to your life. I just have one small ask of you on this podcast, and that is that if you've got any value out of what I've shared with you today or in the past or if you're new and you get any value, I want you to do a favor for me. Go right now or after the podcast is over through Apple, through the app, through Spotify, through the app, and leave a review of the podcast. Why is that important? Because reviews help other people that may be searching for empowerment and tools and transformation for their growth and development. It helps them to find the podcast and to see what the podcast is about. And secondly, it helps us in terms of data and analytics so that we can expose this podcast and this platform to more people in the days to come. So I thank you in advance for taking a moment to leave a review as you help us to further our mission of empowering people around the world. I want to take a very quick break and jump into this today, Wisdom for Life. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Jamel Sanders Show, empowering leaders to make a difference in the world.
All right. Welcome back to the show. So we are delving into the topic of wisdom for life today. Um, We are now in season five of the podcast, and we just came out of an incredible series. If you didn't get to listen to the series, I encourage you to go back and listen. I had no idea that the series would take that long or cover so much material and content, but you know what? It was very needful and helpful to so many, and I believe it will help you as well. And I just want to delve into a topic that's very near and dear to my heart today, which is wisdom for life. Um, As we did the last um, podcast episode, it was my birthday weekend, and my goal was just to finish the series. And so normally that is the show that I begin to kind of take a pivot and a turn and to kind of deal with life lessons and reflection. And because I wanted to finish the series, I said I'll just come back and do it later because I had one goal in mind. But I thought this would be a great opportunity to kind of delve into that because uh, birthdays for me, you know, everybody has different um, connotations and you know, expectations for birthdays in their life. But birthdays for me are important because it gives me the opportunity to reflect. Um, It gives me the opportunity to scan and examine my life and to see where I've grown, where I've developed, where I've matured, where I still need to grow. And most of all, to take a look at the lessons that I've learned along the way on the journey. And so for a lot of people, birthdays are about celebration, but they're not really about reflection. And so a lot of people are getting a year older, but not a year wiser. And my thing has always been, I don't want to go into another year with just another number. I want to go into a new year with new lessons, new insight, new wisdom, new strategy that is going to help me to become the best version of myself. And so I thought it would be important today to just delve into this a little bit about the importance of wisdom on our journey. Uh, You know, when I started this podcast more than a decade ago, I, I remember starting it and I remember being very skeptical about how this was going to go because at the end of the day, uh, there was not a lot of tricks and a lot of fanfare and a lot of puff that some people like. It was just me really sitting down in the classroom of life and instructing and providing wisdom and lessons that would help people on their journey. And so I wasn't quite sure how that would resonate with a global audience and the sustainability of it. And so as I look back now more than a decade later and to see the growth of the show, to see the countries around the world that are listening and tuning in and the people that have reached out and shared how the message and the work has transformed their lives is just absolutely amazing. And it just lets you know um, that people are really hungry for empowerment. You know, when I really started this, there was this question in the back of my mind, are people really interested in this? Is there really a need and a space for this? Because, I mean, we have so many inspirational and motivational type of people out there but is there really a space for people that really want to get wisdom and tools and insights to help them live a greater life? And the answer to the question was unequivocally yes, and that's why we're still here and still providing this method of empowerment 
I, one of the reasons that I continue to do this podcast is because I don't want you to just go through life. I want you to go through life wiser. I want you to go through life with greater discernment, greater clarity, greater perceptivity, greater acuity. I want you to have the ability to properly interpret your life and to understand the times and the seasons of your life and to make the most of them. You know, every season is not the same. Every season is not going to be a bed of roses or a cakewalk, but there is is something that we can extract from each season of our lives that can aid us in our evolution and our growth. Let me say that again. There is something that we have the ability to extract from every season of our lives that can aid in the evolution of our lives and empower us on our journey. What so many people don't understand and what I'm trying to get a generation of people to really grasp through everything that I do is that success is not a destination. It's a journey. And if you make success a destination in your life, you're going to live a life of disappointment. You're going to become disillusioned because you're going to always be reaching for something that's not really there. As you go through this life and as you experience victories and clients, and success, one thing that you will understand very quickly is that success does not have the ability to fulfill you. Success brings a certain level of um, excitement, a certain level of accomplishment to our lives, but it does not fulfill us because success is something that is very elusive and something very elusive, something that we're always um, reaching for, striving for, in pursuit of, but it's something that we never really grasp in our lives. And really, at the end of the day, no matter how many accomplishments, how many accoutrements of success in our lifetime and generation, at the end of the day, nobody is going to be trophy counting. What happens at the end of the of our lives and our journey is not how many awards we get, not how many trophies we collected, not how many uh, zeros are behind on our bank account, but what we really begin to ask ourselves are the questions of significance. Did my life mean something? Did my life have value? Did I make a difference? Do I have regrets? What you know, Are there things that I could have done differently? Did I really love people unconditionally? We begin to ask ourselves those deep soul satisfying questions and not those superficial questions that so many people waste their lives um, asking on a continual basis. At the end of the day, it's not going to be about who we were in competition with, who had the biggest house and the nicest car, um, who dressed the best. None of those things will matter at the end of our lives. And that's why I want people around the world to understand that success is not a destination, it's a journey. And as I have evolved and grown over the years, what I have discovered is that it's much more fulfilling and much more satisfying when you learn how to simply enjoy the journey of your life, enjoy the ups and downs, the highs and lows, and enjoy the difficulties and the triumphs, the victories and the defeats. It is the compilation and the mixture of all of those experiences that bring the greatest value and significance to our lives. And so what I want you to understand is that success is not something that you have to chase. 
It is not something outside of you that you're looking for. Success is something that you have the ability to create and define for yourself. Write that down. Success is something that you have the ability to create and to define for yourself. And so many people are so unfulfilled because they are living somebody else's definition of success. One of the most liberating truths for me was when I realized that nobody can define success for me but me. You can't go off of somebody else's definition of success because there are different things that bring soul satisfaction and spiritual uh, peace to your life that doesn't bring it to another person's life. And so when we try to copy and mimic what other people are doing, we're not living authentic to ourselves or to the mission of our lives. You know, one thing you'll always hear me say on this podcast, and if you've heard me speak and give a keynote or read a book or seen me on an interview, one thing you always tell me, hear me say is that you've got to stay on brand and on mission. And so many people are off-brand, and they're off-brand because – They are living their lives as a replica and a duplication of somebody else's life. And I always tell people, your difference cannot be duplicated. And when you live in your zone of difference, you awaken to your significance and you make a contribution to the world that nobody else can make. You know, one of the most liberating truths I've ever discovered in my life is that nobody can beat you at being who you are and that the greatest gift you can give to humanity is the gift. The greatest gift you can give to humanity is the gift of your difference. And the greatest disservice you can do to humanity is to give the world a duplication of somebody else's life. The thing that troubles me today with social media, that troubles me with music, with sports, with popular culture, is that we have everybody trying to be like somebody else and nobody with the courage to stand in the authentic truth of who they are. It's one of the reasons that I was very reluctant to go into podcasting, very reluctant to uh, brand myself in the way that I did because everything that I saw was a replica of somebody else. And I just had the privilege of doing an interview with my friend Steve Harris on his podcast, The Ugly Truth About Business. And in this interview, I began to tell him about the challenges of being a pioneer and a trailblazer in the space. When I came onto the scene years ago, everybody was a life coach. Everybody was a motivational speaker. Um, nobody was really doing what I was doing. And so I just kind of dubbed myself as a life coach because that's what everybody did. And as I really began to get clarity around my purpose and mission, I realized that I wasn't a life coach at all. What I was was a life strategist. I was a business strategist. I was a thought leader. I was a visionary leader. I was a world leader. I was a global influencer that wasn't like anybody else. My mission was not just to give you inspirational and motivational quotes that made you feel good. My mission was really to help people to discover their difference, find their purpose, maximize their potential, and 
expand their capacity for greatness so that they can make a meaningful contribution in the world. My assignment was really to work with leaders and to bring solutions to complex global problems. And I didn't see anybody doing that. And so, you know, when you try to go into a space and you try to explain that this is who you are and what you do, and they don't seem by doing it, it doesn't make sense. And so you get dubbed, named, you know, it's crazy, strange, uh, too ambitious, this is not going to work. You know, all of these different things happen, and that just comes with being a pioneer. But what you have to do is you have to become so solidified in who you are and what God created you to be and to do that you don't allow anything in this external realm to make you question what you know God has given you to do. God gives us a vision that people around us won't always have the ability to understand. And if you are looking for their acceptance to fulfill your assignment, you're going to live a very unfulfilled life. Let me say that again. If you're looking for the acceptance of other people to fulfill your assignment, you're going to live a very unfulfilled life. And I know a lot of unfulfilled people. They put on a smile for social media and when the lights and the cameras come on, but when there's no spotlight, they're some of the most empty and most dissatisfied people on the planet. Why? Because they're not living true to who they are. They're not living an authentic life. And so what I want you to do and to understand is that your journey is unique to you. You don't have to be anybody else. You don't have to do what everybody else is doing. I want you to find the courage and the audacity excuse me, to stand in in the truth of who you are and to be that, be unapologetically authentic. That's one of my life statements, be unapologetically authentic. I'm not going to change it. I'm not going to alter who I am. It doesn't matter what platform I grow on or what table I sit at. I'm going to be true to who I am. And the moment I stop doing that is the moment that I should no longer have the platform because you're given the platform to be that authentic version of yourself. And if you're not going to be the authentic version of yourself, you don't need the platform. The world has enough plasticity. We have enough artificiality. And so if you're not going to bring authenticity to what you're doing, you're not necessary. We don't need clones. We don't need robots. We don't need replicas. We need you showing up authentically, owning your difference and making a meaningful contribution to the world and to your generation. And so, you know, everybody said all these things sound so deep and so profound. They're just simply lessons that I've learned on the journey. And what I want you to do, I want you to become more keen, more aware, more discernful of the lessons that life is trying to teach you. Life is always trying to teach us something. The problem is that most people, their lives are so distracted and so loud that they can't hear the lessons. And so what happens when you don't learn the lesson, you keep repeating cycles. And when you keep repeating cycles, what happens is um, not only is a cycle created, but a pattern is created, and a pattern morphs into a stronghold, and a stronghold morphs into a bondage, and a bondage morphs into a, a lifestyle of defeat and resistance because you never dealt with that thing in your life. And what we do, we try to put Band-Aids on things, but we don't get to the root of what it is that's really 
restricting us and holding us back from the life that we truly desire. And so you got to destroy that thing in its infancy. You got to deal with rejection. Rejection is something I had to deal with. It's something we all have to deal with. Rejection is not a sign that something is wrong with you. It is simply an indication that you have outgrown a relationship, a dimension, You've outgrown a season in your life, and it's time for you to graduate to the next season. But we take rejection so personally, like a personal vendetta against us, and it's not personal. It's just that it's time for you to grow to the next place. And so we hold on to relationships which keep us in cycles and patterns that need to be broken. We hold on to relationships so tightly because – we don't really understand our value and worth. And so we would rather hold on to something that is depreciating our lives than to move forward into things that truly value and raise the worth of our lives. And because we're so desperate for a connection, destiny relationships, we will cling to something well beyond its time limit in our lives. And we just birth more frustration and failure and defeat. And so these are things that you have to learn on your journey. Rejection is not a sign that something is wrong with you. It's a sign that it's time to grow. You're being birthed into the next level of your life. And you can't take it personal. You have to know that some relationships have expiration dates and that you cannot make a seasonal relationship, a lifetime relationship. If you try to make something that was only designed for a season, a lifetime relationship, you're only going to birth pain in your life. When we hold on to what has expired in our lives, we engineer our own betrayal. And so a lot of people are like, I don't know why I keep getting betrayed or keep getting stabbed in the back. Yes, you do. You engineered it because you knew that it was time for you to let go of this, but you won't let go of it. You keep holding on to it, and you keep birthing it in your life. And what you don't get to the root of, you will repeat. Let me say that again. What you don't get to the root of in your life, you are inevitably going to repeat. And there are a lot of people that are just repeating cycle after cycle. Every year is like the year before. Nothing has changed psychologically, emotionally, spiritually, relationally. They're just in a circle going nowhere. And so if you want different, you have to be willing to do something different. And I think that these are just important lessons that we have to learn on the journey to greatness and to success in our lives. And if you're not learning the lessons, you're not growing. Let me say that. If you're not learning the lessons, you're not growing. It's one thing to hear a lesson. It's another thing to learn a lesson. Hearing simply means that uh, you accessed it through your ear, but learning the lesson means that the lesson has moved beyond something that you just heard with your ear to something that has reached down into your heart and your spirit and that begins to transform the way you live your life. It's a difference between hearing something and learning something. And so I want you to learn the lessons, not just to go through the motions, because a lot of people, you know, I said this in one of my books. I said, I think it was in the book Chosen, um, that one of the worst deceptions is self-deception. And there are a lot of people that have convinced themselves that they are growing and developing, but they're not growing. How do I know that they're not growing? Your response to certain um, circumstances, events in your life, are one of the greatest indications of whether or not you are growing. 
And if you continue to respond to situations the same way over and over and over again, that's a good indication that you're not really growing because you should be responding the same way. You shouldn't be reacting the same way. Matter of fact, you shouldn't be reacting at all. You should be responding, and your response should be differently because of the growth and the development that is happening in your life. And not only that, you have to look at your thoughts. A lot of people say they're growing, but they still have the same limited, small-mindedness that they had in the previous season, but they say that they've grown. You haven't grown. What you've done, you have acquired some new information. But until that information is internalized and applied to your life, it has no power. And so we think because we're filling up notebooks and we're Googling and taking all of these copious notes that we're changing our lives and nothing is really changing. See, if you're going to do what I'm talking about, embrace wisdom for life, it's not just enough for you to get information. You have to take inventory of your life. You cannot improve your life without taking inventory of your life. Write that down. You cannot improve your life without taking inventory of your life. And if you're not taking inventory of your life, then we can go ahead and pretty much say without a shadow of a doubt that you're not really growing. How do you know you're growing if you have not assessed your life and where you are? And so these are just some of the things that I've seen on the journey and I try to share with you because I want you to get to a place in your life where you're not just crossing days off a calendar or having a birthday celebration, but that you are actually becoming wiser, stronger, better, uh, more discernful, more equipped, more empowered, that you are evolving into a greater version of yourself. I think the greatest birthday gift you can receive every year is to make the quality decision to become a better version of yourself. Take time to reflect and um, see what wisdom and lessons you've learned along the way that can help you to be a better person. Um, a lot of people think that they're just going to get to a better life, but they don't realize that a better life is the product of your belief system. And not just your belief system, but our belief system has to be formulated into a blueprint to help us get to a better life. And so, you know, people tell me all the time, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And I said, that's wonderful. What people don't understand is that your success has much more to do with your psychology than your physiology. I want you to get that. Your success has much more to do with your psychology than your physiology. Spend all this money on their bodies and they won't spend anything on their mind and think they're going to be successful, but you're not going to just be successful. And, you know, when I came into the space where people were life coaching and everything, they were telling people all this positive stuff and you're just going to have a great life and I'm sitting there and I'm looking at my own life and journey and I'm saying that's not how it was for me. That's not how it worked in my life. And, you know, I feel like we were giving people a lot of misinformation. They thought because they quoted some little phrases and thought happy thoughts that their lives were going to change. And here we are a decade later with all these life coaches and people's lives are still not changing because we gave them inspiration and motivation, but we didn't deal with their psychology. You know, a lot of people 
as a business strategist, they'll come to me and they want to know how to succeed in business and what they need to do to be successful in business. And when I begin to talk about their psychology, they get an attitude and they say, I didn't come here for this. I came to know how to make money. And I say, well, how do you think you're going to make money? Your psychology has everything to do with your prosperity. And if your psychology is off, it doesn't matter what you try to build, engineer, create, it's not going to be successful. And so I feel like the mind is the most neglected thing in our lives, but it's the greatest contributor to our success. If you have read my books, I've written 10. Every single book I've ever written has mentioned something about the mind. I would not be who I am today. You wouldn't even be listening to this podcast if I had not spent the time working on my mind. A lot of people are working on their gifts, their talent. They're working on their speech. They're working on their business plan, but they are not working on their mind. And it doesn't matter how much work we do on our gifts and talents and skills. If we don't do the mental work, we're not going to be successful. And so I want you to put much more energy into the development of your mind than you do the development of your gifts because a developed gift with an undeveloped mind is a recipe for failure. Write that down. A developed gift without an undeveloped mind is a recipe for failure, and that's why we continue to see failure today. We see people that cannot sustain success because they didn't do the mental work. Uh, Very gifted very polished in their communication, but I can look at them in seconds and say, this is not going to last long. This is an area of weakness and deficiency in their lives that will derail them. Your deficiencies hold the power to derail you. Write that down. Your deficiencies hold the power to derail you, and there are a lot of people getting derailed every single day. I want you to be successful. I want you to prosper. I want you to thrive. I also want you to have the psychological construct that will accommodate the success and prosperity that you're attempting to build. I always tell people that every next level in your life will require a greater level of development in your thinking. And so a lot of people are saying all the time, I'm ready to go to the next level. But how are you going to get there without developing your mind? Your thinking always goes before the physical. And if you haven't gotten your mind right for that, your body and your actions are not going to accommodate that happening in your life. And so I want you to do the mental work. I want you to develop your paradigm for success. And in order to develop your paradigm, you have got to excavate your, the I call it mining the garden of your mind. That means you got to deal with and deconstruct thoughts, ideologies, philosophies, constructs, things that would impede your ability to move forward with your life and to sustain success. We can't just pack positive words and affirmations over it. We have to do the work. And this is the thing that has limited so many people from truly being successful And it always comes back. You always end up having to come back to it. You know, there are people that have told me, I don't need this, I don't need that, I'm good, I got this figured out. And those same people have to call me back and say, please tell me. Why? Because they reach that road bump in their lives where they realize that they're not going to go any further until they deal with some things. 
and they address some things in their belief system and their paradigm. And so you can save yourself a lot of years of struggle and heartache and pain uh, by simply committing to do that work. And so many people want to skip over the work and be successful, and it doesn't work that way. You are illegal and unlawful without process and development. And so um, I believe that one of the reasons I continue to do this podcast and write books and give keynotes is because I'm here to help you develop, help you grow, help you do that work so that you can get to the next level. One thing I always tell people because people will reach out to me. They want a solution. They want wisdom. I always tell people nobody can do your work for you but you to do the work. We can provide you with tools. We can provide you with strategies and insights, but you have to do the work. And when we look at your journey every single year, 365 days, um, every birthday, every cycle, we're seeing who's really doing the work and who's not. I didn't say who's getting results because there are people that are just robotic. They can get results, but they're not really doing the work that needs to be done for them to have sustainable success in their lives. I'm not impressed with success because most people cannot sustain success. And so if you want to sustain success in your life, you're going to have to do the work. And the greatest work you're going to have to do is intellectually, psychological work. You're going to have to do this work because your thinking is going to determine your progress or your stagnation. And I want your thinking to accommodate the breakthroughs and the possibilities of what your life can be. I wanted to do this show because I believe it's important for all of us to understand that it's not just about a destination. It's about enjoying the journey. And more than that, it's about getting the wisdom that we need on the journey so that we can become the greatest expression of who we were created to be. I want you to exhaust your potential. I want you to exhaust the seed of greatness that lives on the inside of you. And I want you to live your life in such a way that every generation that comes after you will know you were here because you left an indelible mark on the world. That's what I want for you. That's what I want for every human being. And so as I endeavor to go into this next chapter of my life, that is my intention, not just to look the part, not just to talk the talk, but to walk the walk, to do the work every single day, to become the greatest expression of who I was created to be, and to use my life, my gifts, my time, my abilities in service to humanity so that we can all fulfill our purpose, realize our potential, and make meaningful change in the world around us. I hope that that is part of your journey and your intention for your life as well, and that as you celebrate new birthdays and milestones, that you will walk away with greater wisdom, clarity, and insight to become all that you were created to be. May you live your life in such a way that the world is blessed by your difference and enriched by your capacity and your wisdom. May you live a life that people are speaking of well beyond your lifetime and generation. May the world know of your presence. May you dare to break new ground. May you innovate and engineer new ideas, concepts, technologies, and innovations that change lives and move the world forward in a profound way. May you dare 
to manifest greatness and to realize your greatest potential. May you dare to rob the grave of your greatness and to serve your generation in a significant way. There's so much more I could say to you, but I want you to understand the power of wisdom in your life and most of all wisdom for your life and for your journey that you will get everything out of this life that you were intended to get out of it and more importantly that you won't live your life by happenstance or coincidence but you'll live your life with very clear intentionality and that you will tap into your purpose and what you were truly created and born to do in your lifetime and generation. We all have a purpose. We all have a destiny. We all have an assignment. I want to see you fulfill it in your lifetime and in your generation. I hope you've gotten something out of this today. Thank you so much for spending this time and these moments with me. It's always a privilege and an opportunity to serve you and to do life with you. And thank you so much for continuing to be a faithful listener to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. I'm excited about season five. I'm excited about continuing to provide you with wisdom and strategies to help you live your greatest life every single day. That's the intention. That will always be the intention of this platform and this platform. So I hope that you get something out of this. You might need to go back and listen to it again. It was a lot. But I believe that if you'll put it into practice, it will transform your life and it will produce results beyond what you can ever imagine. Thank you again, and I look forward to seeing you next time for another edition of the Jamel Sanders Show. Be blessed.